the Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the storytelling and improv comedy podcast where we bring on two comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do with that, Jake? Well, we take those stories and we use them as inspiration for long form improvised comedic scenes. That's right. It's a blast. Uh, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash meet improv. Get access to our Discord channel or uh, our backlog of uh, little episodes called The Potatoes, where Jake and I talk about improv stuff we're teaching or interested in. Um, it's on pause for July, but we're coming back. Um, and uh, we also have a new t shirt store um, uh, called T Public. <laughs> I should probably know that. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's right. It's tpublic.com store slash stores slash the dash meat dash improv tpublic.com slash stores slash the dash meat dash improv. And we got shirts there that are 30% off. You can get a shirt for 14 bucks. Hey, or a coffee mug or a phone case that we don't quite have the sizing right on it. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't been too meticulous about setting up the merch store, but you know, if you're interested in such things, yeah, uh, go ahead, knock yourself out. Uh, um, Awesome. So let's get to the the fun part of the show. Now that we've done all the business, Um, let's introduce our guests. Um, so both guests today were former teammates with Jake on Mondegreen. Oh, nice. Woo-woo. How's that for a poll? <laughs> that was good. Um, and now we all improvise in the abyss together, <laughs> uh, claiming no allegiances. And also uh, we haven't performed live in a while. So it's really great to see you both. Uh, let's introduce them. Uh, first, Janitra Tall. Welcome, Janitra. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to see you guys over Zoom. Hi, thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here. Um, and Alan Pintal. Hello, also excited to be here with y'all. <laughs> Hi, Alan. Uh, excited to have you here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, this is like, honestly, the most socializing I do. Uh <laughs> Just in my week. So it's always, I don't know, I guess I, I, we've talked about it on the show before a little bit, but like the things you take for granted, just like r- crossing paths at the clubhouse or, you know, wherever, uh, uh, wherever you see your comedy friends. Uh, it's been very strange, I guess, to like, if you're not on Twitter or like I'm not on Facebook so I, right now at the, this very moment, so I'm missing some stuff on there. <laughs> But it, you can really feel it disconnected quick, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you all. <laughs> um, um, well, uh, what should we talk about, Jake? <laughs> what have you been up to? Have, you, have, you, have either of you been doing anything exciting with this uh, in the last month or couple weeks? Or what's what's... I'm just curious to know how pe- how you're doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I fine. Mean, that's a fair check-in. <laughs> yeah. How are you? How are how you? How are you? Wow. Why is that question so hard? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm doing all right. I started uh, learning how to skate, how to roller skate. Cool. Um, and it is very interesting being 
getting older and then strapping those wheels onto your feet, uh, you feel mm. fragile very quickly. Um, and those falls, they hit, they hit harder than I remember. <laughs> That's very scary. Yeah. Um, so what, go ahead. Did you like go by, did you, did you have roller skates and you like kind of dusted I, them off or? Yeah, I had roller skates. Um, I had roller skates and roller blades and I was like, let's see, let's see which ones, uh, <laughs> my motor skills remember. And very quickly was like, neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like just getting back into what that feels like and it definitely feels scarier now than the last time I, which was years ago years years um that's what's going on i'm i'm just curious about how you're overcoming the fear of doing it because uh, for me i would be like i it would be hard for me to weigh I, I just am like, uh, what about like, yeah, you talk me through it. Um, well, I, I got really good pads, elbow pads, knee pads, wrist guards, helmets, and I just strap those puppies on and stand up. And then from there you take a breath and just start trying to move. Um, <laughs> like that's just kind of, you just kind of got to do it. Um, <laughs> I, I know I, it feels like what, a, um, I don't know. Okay, sure. Just do it. Uh, kind of phrase. But yeah, you just kind of just got to take that step. I also started by um, falling first, like forcing myself to just eat it. So that oh. I'm like, okay, I know what this feels like. Let's, <laughs> let's go. There you go. <laughs> like kind of kill the fear, undercut That's the fear. Also terrifying, but that I'm like, okay, all right, I see. Yeah, but if you want, I feel myself. If you watched me do it, I honestly, I might cut the video down and show you, Jake. I go real slow and I'm squatting down real slow, and then I just kind of lay down. <laughs> Great, uh, I'm even more on board at this point. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I I went to a roller rink for definitely an event that I someone else made me go to, uh, uh, and I I I remember like roller skating as an adult, I was surprised how much it hurt my hips. Was there anything like that where you like put on your <laughs> roller blade or the, the skates again? And you're like, Ooh, this is, you kind of, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's from having, not having a strong enough core. And so there's nothing supporting those, those or like strong glutes and strong core. I have neither of that as well. So I'm <laughs> always sore. I'm always like, Ooh, I'm feeling I'm feeling, I'm learning, oh, that's a part of my body I've never felt before in my whole life, and now it hurts. So, <laughs> um, I'm yeah. I had a similar thing, like, when I first started playing basketball again, after 12 years never playing a game, like, I used to be the type of player that would, like, prove their worth by like diving after a loose ball or <laughs> like I'd have to be scrappy <laughs> as a short little guy. And I like dove after one loose ball and sort of like ran into some bleachers oh and God. it hurt so bad. I was just like, I'm never doing that again. I'm, uh, I've aged out. <laughs> I like <yeah>. there's, <laughs> it's funny when you realize that you're like, yeah, falling is a bigger deal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, what have you been up to, Alan? Um, uh, 
pretty opposite of that. I've just been inside a lot, <laughs> but I've taken up sewing more. Uh, I joined like this mask sewing group where we like don't make a bunch of masks and then just kind of like donate them for free to communities that like have been way underserved and really need the supplies. Nice. Uh, yeah. So far I've sewed like 250 masks. Whoa. Cow. Whoa, so how wow. fast can you do them? Um, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it, the fastest I went when I had like all the materials prepped, I made like 40 masks in three hours. Whoa. That's impressive, Alan. Thank you. Alan, what was and your sewing seamstress uh, abilities or experience beforehand? Oh, almost none. Like mostly just ha- trying to hand sew t-shirts like, trying to crop them and then hem them myself um and then like I had very little experience with a sewing machine because my dad used to have one that was really old and I've been borrowing my roommates that's a lot newer so I just kind of practiced uh on some shirts to get the hang of it and now I feel like I'm just cranking them out (laughs) whoa (laughs) that's awesome Uh, anything like I I like um and I guess this also goes to skating too, but like, I'm just fascinated with like the process of things and like what you learn about doing it a second time or a third time or like, is there anything that you're like doing now at the end of all these masks <clears throat> that you weren't doing at the beginning that you're like, this is, this was like a game changer. Oh, uh, I guess definitely like cleaning out the sewing machine. <laughs> regularly. <laughs> because it started going slow and I freaked out because it's not mine. And then like, I read up that you actually have to like dust it out because like dust collects inside of it. Hmm. And so like I sweeped it out a little bit and I had like this little dust bunny form. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it went a lot faster after that. (laughs) That's a great answer. Uh... (laughs) Very unexpected. Right. I had no idea dust gets in there. So like it does. Yeah. Like a belly button. Exactly. Clean your sewing machine <laughs> and belly buttons out regularly. Exactly. <laughs> We're on the same page. Um, I'm trying to think. My, I'm trying to think like something in the one thing that I started. Man, yours is so selfless and nice. Yeah, I'm glad I went I, first. Yeah. Uh, I've I, I've learned how to do stand up paddle boarding. Anyone oh my god my my mind first went to stand-up comedy <laughs> yeah i do stand up on a paddleboard it probably is where i should practice my stand-up comedy as well that is pretty cool though Just on an empty lake doing jokes to myself yeah and if you're uh, if you don't have that type five it just tips <laughs> yeah that happens anyway uh but I rented some last week and I ended up buying one of the boards, but, uh, I think I'm, I think I found a hobby. Uh, hey. How about it? And I'm getting a board that's inflatable. So like you can, in theory, take it to the ocean oh. when I drive back to, I mean, I'm in Wisconsin. I think I've mentioned before, but I want to drive back to California. I could maybe, you know, keep it up <laughs> or go to a lake. I don't know. I, I doubt I will do that, but I'm going to, that's been my new little thing. It's kind of a peaceful little hobby. You just sort of uh, go out in the middle of the water. And you can like, it has like stuff so you can bring like snacks. And stuff like that. What? So you can just have like a picnic on the board in the middle of a lake. 
Kind of, yeah. I, I brought a cooler and some music. And yeah, Lanny had one too, so that made it more fun to have two yeah. people. But now I only have one cool. board, so it's kind of <laughs> stupid. Um, but anyways, that's my hobby. Wow. Uh, I'm at a lake, so, you know, the lake activities are, you know, that's what, that's what you do at a lake. You do lake activities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> I don't. This is. Uh, I don't know that I have. I have taken up any new hobbies. Um, uh, that's bumming me out. Oh, uh, I've been running. Uh, I would have. <laughs> I was talking to somebody who was like also had been running during this, and they were like, "If you had told me like six months ago that there would be a pandemic and that I would be a runner." I would have been skeptical about the running. Uh, <laughs> and that is absolutely it. Like I found myself like more interested to go running than to like uh, lift or do anything like, and I'm like, like I'm in Colorado right now. And I was like, got up yesterday and went on a run. And I was like, I truly, I've hated running my entire life. Uh, but it's <clears throat> my, uh, I just can't be inside looking at another screen. Uh, it's yeah. like, I just got to be outside running around. Um, I don't, I think I've gotten better at it, but there's no way to <laughs> like, I listen to an app that like, uh, does like, uh, it has you run and then walk and run or whatever. And they're like, uh, don't let your arms cross in front of you and like take big strides and land on the middle of your feet. All stuff that I was like, Oh, I didn't even, <laughs> I was so turned off to the idea of running that I didn't even like consider that there might be a method to it uh, <laughs> other than just running. So mine is the least exciting, um, uh, but maybe the most surprising. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been running. Yeah. The crossing of your arms in front is surprising. Is that like an energy saving thing or does that have to do with the wind? I think so. Yeah. Janitra, you're not in your head. Yes. Yeah. It's like, um, it, the less work you do, the less energy you expend. So the crossing is like extra work. And so it's all about like keep being loose, uh, and then not expending as much energy. Hmm. I if that makes any sense. Yeah. A and like pumping your arms can, help more than you think it can, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait till yeah. you discover listening to podcasts or music while you run. It's going to be, <laughs> you're going to like it even more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're just listening to it running. Somebody tell me how to run. <laughs> what is it? Run, run. Cut to a 10-year high school reunion. Um, there's a, a, a few friends hanging out around a snack table. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for me. I, uh, um, I've just been uh, just working with orphans mostly. Uh, um, you know, it, it, you can't adopt them all, but you can... Where I work, we sort of... Uh, 
which I'm just more of a father figure um, to about 200 some orphans or whatever you want to say. Wow. Um, Jake, you said you, you were up to some, you've had an eventful, what are you Uh, up to these days? You were really excited uh, to talk about it a minute ago. Yeah. um, I'm, uh, I've been throwing barks root beer cans off the roof and smashing bugs with them. (laughs) Wow. 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 Yeah. 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 That's cool. Recycling the cans, I presume. Um, uh, I mean, I push them all into uh, the street at the same time. <laughs> same uh, time. At the same time, because then when a car drives over it, uh, the look on those dopey drivers' faces is like, "What? Uh, did my car fall apart?" And then they get out, and I go, "Barks has bite," uh, and then I um, run off. <sighs> I probably startled more drivers and squished more bugs uh, in these past <laughs> 10 years than maybe anybody here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd wow. say. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. very exciting. Yeah. What about you, Alan? What have you been up to? Me? Oh, um, I didn't really want to brag about this before I came in. Um but I mean, since I'm on the spot and just hearing about these orphans and these cans and bugs, I might as well share what I've been up to for the last decade. Um, I've just been laking it up. Laking, laking it, it up? up. Yeah, laking it up. What's laking it up? La- laking it up. Like, oh. at, just like at a lake a lot. It's like, you just don't expect how hard that's going to be until you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So much of a brag. Oh. How much time have you spent at a lake, huh, Josh? <laughs> huh? Have have One, you? Once a year, we do like a summer camp type thing for the orphans out at the lake. Oh. But oh, uh, so you can, I don't have much time once. to enjoy the lake. I mostly am uh, working, yeah. kind of and in a counselor role. You're splitting up the lake between you and a bunch of orphans. So mm-hmm. I imagine everybody sort of takes their share. <laughs> yeah, it's not the lake I'm worried about. I the lake I, I we do fun things at the lakes for the orphans they've had tough they've had a tough just, go of it i i'm just in shock josh uh because where i just remember high school you were quite the terror i mean to see you as a father figure is 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 i, I mean i guess not shocking we all go through changes but i do remember you like 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 jump kicked one mm-hmm. of the kids in the chest, remember? You like ran across the gym, jump kick Jake. Not our Jake, but Jake Matthews over there. I think he's over there. Don't point. Straight Please don't jet. point. Oh, sorry. Don't point. He hasn't forgotten. Yeah. yeah, he still has a cast around his whole body from that kick. And then you ran off. Yeah. I I regret that. Okay. You know, I've done a lot of work in therapy and just um journaling and meditating and uh, I'm not that guy anymore. All right. I'm not the guy in high school who would drop kick Jake Matthews uh, at a pep rally or whatever I did. I'm not the guy who dunks his dick in every teacher's coffee. I'm not the, uh, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not that I care for orphans okay. now. Okay? okay. Consider my penance. It's not. Okay. 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 Janitra, what have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Well, I I finished my parents' basement. I finally finished my parents' basement, and so now when I stay down there, it's not all dusty. 
So that's what I've been up to for the past decade. Wow. But <laughs> yeah, well, well, elaborate on finishing your parents' basement so that it's no longer dusty. Did did you remodel it or just <laughs> sweep up a little or sweep it? <laughs> well, you know, like frames of houses, the bases are mostly cement. You know? Uh-huh. And so then I just kind of wiped down all the cement, washed it down so that it was all wet, so that it doesn't get all dusty, so that my allergies don't flare up. And it's taken about a decade for it to for the dust to really just kind of go away. Okay. You ever done that? You ever sprayed down some cement so that the dust doesn't <laughs> fly up? You ever done that? This is like uh, the same as if you're spraying down like a dirt mound. You know what I mean? So that the dust doesn't go everywhere and get uh-huh. all up in dirt bikes, I think, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I built a few yeah. houses for Habitat for Humanity. Do you that spray them my- down with water so that the dust doesn't? Yeah. So that the I dust guess. doesn't get into the orphan's eyeballs or... I mean, how are you taking care of those orphans in those Habitat Humanities houses? Yeah. How are you? That's kind of two separate projects I do, uh, two separate uh, ways to give back. One is I build houses for families who need them, and then the other is I take care of um, – I started an orphanage. I take care of the orphans, and I uh, – But you only you know, build them houses? <laughs> I They stay at the orphanage, okay? it's a better situation. You're not going to give an orphan a home. You're not going to give an orphan a home. You're not giving the orphan not, a home. Not, giving the not if there's not, home. you're going to put a, a, an eight year old orphan in a home by themselves without parents. They need an orphanage. Okay. You guys are coming at me. All right. <laughs> Jake, Jake's Jake four root beers, but in this short time we've had together. Yeah. It's just, surprising you know the three of us everyone here is still exactly who we used to be in high school grow up (laughs) i I think it's weird they haven't grown up you're wearing a life preserver to your high school reunion yeah and i'm never taking it off because she doesn't have a bunch of orphans she can count on to help her from lit save her (laughs) you don't get what orphans are you know orphans aren't little helpers they sound like sweet cool roommate little helpers Yeah. yeah and i could use some roommates yeah, I could Not use somebody to help me drink all these Barks root beers. <laughs> yeah, I could use someone to enjoy a lake with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you're just hogging all the little helpers. <laughs> I'm not hogging the little. You know what? I just, you know what I realized? I think you three could use a little parental guidance. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you three haven't really grown up. I you're mean, not you're... trying to rope me into helping you build a house or wet down a lawn or whatever. Yeah. You're going to throw me in. We've made our group projects with you before. We know how that goes. We know how that goes. We're not carrying you, dude. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. I'm not the guy who dunks his dick in the teacher's coffees to get out of doing a group project or whatever I used to do. Okay. Now I carry my weight. If you need help, Jake, sounds like you're kind of experiencing homelessness or whatever at the moment you're just throwing cans off into the street and hooraying cheering when you pop a car tire or whatever you're doing uh-huh do you want to stay at the orphanage for a little while stay at the orphanage yeah Yeah. and then what then pretty soon i'm a little orphan and then what (laughs) i pretty soon i'm having to help you lake it 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm not right. the one laking it. That's oh man, yes, say no, say no, Ellen. I saw a picture of you sleeping on a paddleboard. Okay, I'm not sure that. You, yeah, you exactly. Noticed. That's what I mean by laking it up. What was so unclear about that? <laughs> The only just, person that doesn't seem to have their story straight is you, Josh. Mm-hmm. You're not building orphans' houses, but you're taking care of a bunch of orphans. But they sound like little helpers that carry you around, and now you're trying to they're not. bust into... They're not <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to be little helpers. I don't have little helpers. If you keep pressing my buttons, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. What? Oh, oh. Every, oh. Everyone oh. hide your coffees. Everyone hide your coffee. Hide your coffee. <laughs> I'll dunk it in a root beer and get crack can. Hey! One of the one of the chaperones at the reunion (laughs) approaches. Hey, what are you doing? Come to think of it, what are you doing? What am I doing here? Why am I chaperoning a high school reunion? You're they a said, geometry teacher. You don't have to be here. <laughs> they said, don't go, Mr. Buckley. You won't be needed, Mr. Buckley. It's unreasonable to think that a grown man is going to try and put his balls in somebody's coffee, Mr. Buckley. But look who's uh, sorry now. Looks like you've got detention, Mr. Josh. Oh, not if you can't catch me. <laughs> He's chasing him around. <laughs> they see my character jump into a drop kick into <laughs> Jake Matthews. Oh, my pacemaker. All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast. This is where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Uh, Alan, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Hi. Um, I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. Hello. So let's preface this by saying I grew up in the Bay Area, California. So, like, the San Francisco Giants were my team, like my family's team. And back, like, when they're having their really, you know, insane run from like 2010 to 2014. Uh, where they won three World Series in five years. Uh, <laughs> one of their like star players, their star pitchers, was Tim Lincecum, who I had a huge, huge crush on. He was just, <laughs> he was like lanky, but tall and buff and like really long hair. And then I found out he was also half Filipino and I was just like, oh, that's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> And then I found out that he was from Seattle and obviously would like go there during the off season. Um, And I also in like those years, you know, you can just find information. So there was like a story that was published in like the San Francisco Chronicle or something. You're asking like this was decades ago. (laughs) I was like off Herald night by this time. (laughs) It feels like so long ago. (laughs) Um, But there was like an article talking about how Tim Lincecum bought like a million dollar apartment in Seattle and it listed the address. Um, And my best friend lives in Washington state and I would like go visit her during Christmas every year. And so like, I think it was like 2011. I went to visit her and I was like, Hey, 
uh, one of these days, can we like go to Seattle and like maybe go to this uh, <laughs> apartment? You know, just she knew. She was like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll see if we can try and find Tim Lincecum in Seattle. <laughs> and so we were only like 21 and we went to the like big, like high rise luxury apartment complex and it had a doorman. So we were like, okay, let's just like be confident and just kind of breeze on through. And we'll just say like, oh, we heard there's a bar on the second floor. We're trying to go there. And so like we very confidently walked through and I like gave this bar, the doorman a look and he probably just saw it all over my face. And he's just like, uh, ladies, what are you doing here? And I was like, uh, and my friend was like, oh, isn't there a bar on the second floor? And he was like, there isn't. Get out of here. And so we're like, okay, thank you. And just walked right out. <laughs> and we never did find Tim Linscombe, even though we drove all around Seattle. And I was just like hoping maybe we'll just see him walking around the streets. And I don't know, I'll pull over and say something. But we never did. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, how did you imagine it going if you found him? Truly, I think in my head, I thought it would be like a rom-com where it's like I walk in, he's like coming out of the elevator and like we lock eyes and then he's just like, oh, hi. <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, hi, I'm Alan. Um, what's your name? Just kidding. I know who you are. <laughs> and then we would just like fall in love is how I always of imagined course. it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> so this airtight plan included <laughs> called for him to make <laughs> he had to initiate yes, 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 of course. <laughs> you just showed up <laughs> but i would like stare at him hard enough that he would have to look at me is <laughs> was probably part of my plan too <laughs> you had you had like this joke lock and loaded yeah just kidding yeah, you got <laughs> i know who you are. i know you are i'm a big fan <laughs> Well, what's he up to now? I don't know. He was like trying to make a comeback a couple years ago because there was like a whole thing of like the way he pitched his arm kind of gave out pretty quickly. Um, So he wasn't a starter for a long time. Uh, He was just like a backup pitcher. And then he was moved down to the minors. And now I'm not sure where he, what's he, what he's up to now. I'm surprised you had as much information as you did, honestly, on what he's up to. My point (laughs) is, now is when you strike. (laughs) You're right. Uh, Tim, let's come if you're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Find me in Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't go at the World Series years. You have to wait till... (laughs) That's true. uh, Have you ever had any other celebrity, I don't know, was that like, is that a, I know so, there, how do I say this? Have you had any other like so, crushes like that? Or was this like unique in that? Oh yeah. I think I've always kind of been boy crazy in this way for like my whole life. Um, especially when it comes to celebrities, but I don't think I've ever actively like tried to meet them like that. I mean, like the closest that comes is like, I went to like a Donald Glover concert then like waited by his tour bus. <laughs> and like I got a picture out of it, but hey, I mean, all right, yeah, hey, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. <laughs> Again, you struck at the wrong time. If you could, just were a little yeah. earlier, I know. you could have seen his UCB sketch show. <laughs> I know. I'm just always at the wrong time. Also, he was like <laughs> holding hands with uh, the DJ who opened up for him. I think they were dating at the time. So I was just bad timing on my part all around. <laughs> <laughs> I've. I've heard 
maybe three Donald Glover stories, and they're always involve him with a woman. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, like somebody else remembers like seeing him like uh, <laughs> running. I I forget, but the fact that you were like, oh, he's holding hands with the DJ. I feel like somebody else told me one, and it was like, oh. I went to go like see if Donald Glover was there and he was making out with his girlfriend backstage <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, okay, great. Uh, um, but I did see his stand up at UCB, I think, a long time ago. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was he with a woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say stand up, but I think he was just on a date at Sushi's shop. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> It wasn't very funny. He was just like ordering off the menu or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting that people keep just like kind of busting Donald Glover making out. I think that, I just think that's funny. It's like, oh yeah, he's making out again. Yeah, those. those <laughs> if I ever make it famous, those aren't the stories people are going to be. Uh, yeah, I saw Jake uh, with his shoelaces like caught in a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I once was on a when I worked at Funny or Die. This was a long time ago. I was sent on a. He was doing a stand-up tour with like Whitney Cummings, Chelsea Pretty, and Nick Kroll, and I was sent to like help document it. <laughs> like so, I had to like annoy them on a tour bus for two days. <laughs> um, and. Yeah, I don't have a story like that about Donna Glover. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it, but I did once fart on the tour bus before anyone else got on. Oh and like God. then the comedians came on and they were like, did someone fart? And I said, a little bit. And Chelsea Pretty was like, what do you mean a little bit? <laughs> and like, of course, like these people I really looked up to and wanted to like, like be part of the gang with. I just farted. <laughs> I farted on their bus and <laughs> like was just someone that like whenever they like came into the green room and me and the other guy who was like doing camera was there, they would just be like so bummed to see us. Hey, I got the perfect plan. You know how I've been, I had a crush on Claire. Yeah. Yeah, totally. She doesn't know how I exist, but uh, she lives down the street. <laughs> well, check it out. The first way it the romance going yeah, is yeah. to get him to look at you. Yeah, very true. Very true. She'll see you, know you exist, and then... Her move. Balls in her court. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. Uh, so yeah, you gotta have some kind of line locked and loaded, dude. No, not 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 with my plan. So I'm I got this big duck suit and I have a little wagon, a little red wagon, Whoa. and I'm gonna I'm gonna carry a bunch of live chicks with me. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Down the street, I'm in the wagon. I'm just gonna quack and uh, I'm just gonna circle around her part of the cul-de-sac, and uh, she'll have to say something. Hey, that's pretty true. I mean, who's not gonna want to stop a guy with a wagon full of chick? Chick ducklings. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We uh we cut to the cul-de-sac and there's like 14 different people with uh, wagons and little ducks. Oh, you gotta be shitting. 
<laughs> are you kidding? What? What? Are you? Who are you to- here for? Who are you here for? I'm here for Claire. Oh come on! <laughs> quack 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 quack. I knew the guy at the duck suit store. The guy at the duck suit store said I was the only one who sold the duck suit this week. But I knew because I saw that there was a lot of empty racks where there were duck suits. <laughs> quack quack quack. God. Quack 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 quack. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> there's so many of us, it's almost com- It's almost commonplace now. It's hard to stand out. Am I <laughs> um, another guy comes walking by with like a huge bundle of balloons and it looks like he's about to fly away. And then the other arm, he's got three tigers on a leash. <laughs> Claire! Claire! Amateur, he said the first, he's calling her name. Claire! <laughs> Are you home? Yeah. Thirsty. That guy's thirsty as hell. The blinds uh, <laughs> open up. Uh, the blinds just open up a little bit. We see Claire's eyes look out the window. Oh, God, there she is. I want to put this end of a shotgun in my mouth. <laughs> Claire! Claire! So we've, got a, we've got a whole cul-de-sac full of... We s- full of gentlemen in duck suits, <laughs> wag- Everyone- wagons carrying ducks. They all got loaded guns in their mouths. Oh. Claire! Oh, this Claire! one dude is yelling. Claire! Claire! <laughs> you guys got shotguns too? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you got the shotguns? <laughs> the door. Uh, peeps out uh, and Claire sticks her head out uh, takes a look around Claire! Claire! Well I can't I I hear my name uh, (laughs) not exactly what I'm looking for and then there's nothing else that stands out here uh, closes the door Claire no! None of you was gonna light the sparkler in my butt. <laughs> They've all got sparklers lit in their butts. No, they're all trying to light it. <laughs> if you, so now there's like a train. There's like a train of dudes in duck suits and red wagons lighting each other's butt sparklers whilst holding shotguns. Uh, and oh, and the balloon guy is still shouting Claire at the top. <laughs> Claire! <laughs> you guys are amateurs. <laughs> can't, light your, can't light your own sparkler. You don't have your own shotgun in your mouth. You don't even have one of the, uh, <laughs> the eighth guy in line. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh God! You oh. a loaded one? Oh <laughs> Jesus! We see the blinds open up. <laughs> Claire! Oh. Claire! Here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kiss the dead guy. So <laughs> <laughs> they're all kissing the dead guy <laughs> <laughs> with sparklers out there, but. <laughs> He gets enough kisses that his soul uh, <laughs> rises up out of his body, uh, and he starts walking away. And then the door opens, and Claire chases uh, after the <laughs> the ghoul. The ghoul. That's what you want, Claire. <laughs> Kiss me! Kiss me! Oh, Claire! <laughs> I'm the only one left to kiss all these people. 
Let their souls ascend. <laughs> the guy with the tigers is just kissing 13 corpses. <laughs> Donald, Donald, I'm trying to be like a sleazy agent here. Donald, baby, <laughs> why don't we need to chat for a little bit? Um, uh, I just gotta, I just want to kind of like feel out what your the the image you're putting out there. You know, I just kind of want to talk to you about the image you're putting out there. Okay. What's the what, what's what image you talking about? The image. Every photo that gets busted by you with the with the uh, paparazzi, you're making out with somebody. What's Every the single photo. Doesn't that make me seem cool? I, I mean, I guess. But can we get some pictures of like of style? Maybe, maybe you've gotten something to eat. Uh, maybe you're just like so that we can get into those like they're just like us profiles. You know what I mean? We want to see you as like the average human. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Are you jealous that I've been making out so much? <laughs> no, what? No, you've been my manager since the beginning. And mm. to be honest, a lot of people say I've outgrown you. What? Uh, but this is the this is item number one on the list. Is you're upset that of how many pictures are of me making out with beautiful women in celebrity magazines? You want more of me eating food? <laughs> Yeah, I think you just should eat more. I think you should just show people that you, I think people need to know that you're a cock block. You're a giant cock block, dude. Okay. I'm a cock I was, block? Yeah, you go out there and you perform, you do your thing or whatever. And I'm hanging out backstage and I'm like trying here. You know what I mean? I'm being as, you know, chill, chill as I can. And then you come back and next thing I know, uh, huh, nothing. I want to, I'm of age, man. I want, I want to get, get married. I want to have children. We've talked Marvin, about this. Marvin, this, this is so desperate. It, I mean, I'm showing you the so real desperate. me. You ask Marvin, for vulnerability. You put little signs in the green room that say Marvin is looking for a wife or whatever. <laughs> the lady said they like, want it, someone who's not going to lie to them and be upfront. I'm looking to wife. Not, not like up. that. Yeah. That's too aggressive. You know, even the people who want to get wifed up aren't going to want to, you know, be, they're going to be turned off by someone who says that's their intention from the start. Is that why you won't wear the t-shirt? I'm not wearing the t-shirt. Why not? For a number of re- I'm not wearing a shirt with your face on it. That's it, face and phone number on it. Thumbs up. I have a thumbs up and I'm smiling. <laughs> it's a great shot of me. Marvin. <sighs> You just yeah. got to let it come to you a little bit. All right? Like How can I when you just get in the way? It's Please, I if anything stop something. You want me to go take a picture at Wingstop? Yeah, go take a picture at Wingstop and be you the, think like that, I want you to walk up you have a concert tomorrow night in Utah. Okay. Right? Tomorrow night when you walk off that stage, you're just going to blow past all those girls, all those ladies. And you're just gonna go straight to wing stop. All right, cut to cut to that night backstage. <laughs> oh, wow, another great show. All right, everybody. I don't know what you're all up to, but I'm going to wing stop. <laughs> Can I get a selfie? I'm going, I gotta go to wing stop. Wait, Donald, Donald, take my number, take my number. I'm if you want my number, if we can do all that, but we got to do it at Wingstop. 
Wait, oh. no. Hey, Donald. Wait, <laughs> Donald. Can I talk to you real quick? Donald's manager, Marvin. Did you get ladies? Uh, whatever. Can I talk to you real quick? Oh, <laughs> that hurt. Marvin. That hurt, and I don't know why that hurt a lot. Mark, you can't announce that you're going to Wingstop. Donald, you said I had to go to straight to Wingstop. Yes, I didn't say take everybody with you. You're announcing it. Everybody's going to go to Wingstop. I'm going to be here in this concert venue by myself. <laughs> you got to pick, want good pick things one. For me. You don't want good things for me. You don't. I want. I want great things for you, Marvin. Look at we get a look at all these beautiful people backstage here. I introduced you to uh, Drew Barrymore earlier. You did. She just kept asking about you. She just wanted a bunch of information about you. Well, give her some, and then is your mic on? Can they hear me sniffling all throughout the stadium? I, I hope my mic isn't on. I mean, I am going back out for the encore after Wink stop. Oh God, Marvin, listen. All right. I think you're just a little too self-conscious, right? I know you had a botched circumcision, and uh, it was hard. That was very rough on me, man. And we keep cut out me, into know. the audience of the stage. <laughs> what the hell is botched circumcision? What? We gotta wait till he gets back from Wingstop for the encore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it worth it? Should we go to Wingstop and wait for him there, and then come back? We got to Wingstop. <laughs> uh, okay, there's 500 people in here. I'm just going to need you all the single file line if you want to order from Wingstop. Quiet on set. Uh, like I said, uh, this is... The scene uh, just after the war when they're releasing everybody. And um, if if someone happens to pass gas, we're going to ignore it. And if you're the person who passed gas, you don't need to <laughs> respond. Uh, a, we should not be asking who passed gas. And B, if you're the one who passed gas, do not you do not need to say a little bit okay we're just it's quiet background everybody all these prisoners are going to be marching out it's the end it's a very solemn moment okay all right <laughs> camera's rolling <laughs> and action can i ask something before you start <laughs> god damn it <laughs> i said action what um <clears throat> If so, so if someone asks if I passed gas, is it, is it, I, for the sake of the scene, I should ignore the question. Ignore the question. Won't that look weird on film if one, if one well, of the prisoners being released asks if someone passes gas and then no one acknowledges that it was them? Or are you setting up a sequel? <laughs> No. A, no one should ask if gas is being passed. B, it's not going to look weird because it's not going to happen. And if for some reason it happens, happens and I don't catch it, there's not a sequel. No, the audience does not care who passed gas or how much gas was passed. The audience is just thankful that the war is over, that the prisoners are getting to go home. Okay? All right. Okay. Uh, camera's rolling, light speed, and action. I have a, a, a quick query. I have a quick query. 
What? <laughs> now, what if what if someone were to pass gas in the scene, like oh. for real? Okay. Do we? Then, I passed gas. Oh. A little bit. So, okay, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if you pass gas, just keep acting. What if someone else? What if someone else passed gas, per se, in real life, and then we just don't acknowledge that the gas was passed? That's it. That's what you want us to do is not acknowledge yeah. that an event has happened? Yes. Okay. Don't acknowledge the gas being passed. <laughs> don't uh, own up to the gas being passed. Don't pass the gas. Okay. All right. Don't. Oh, oh. Don't. This should not take that long. Okay. I also, you are veteran actors. You're setting a bad example for all the extras. Okay. James Judy, Judy Dench, yeah. Sir Ian McKellen, and Jeffrey Rush. The three of you Gosh. be quiet. As <laughs> prisoners are being released from war. Okay, light speed, cameras rolling, <laughs> and action. But <laughs> what if my character, in the moment, out of fear of being released from the war prison and having to adapt to normal life, in the moment, my character releases, passes gas as a as a way to show his humanity <laughs> from being a war prisoner. Great. Mm. I think mm. that's great. I th- and I think we could acknowledge that silently. We don't need to know about the passing of the gas. This is this- your character? Yes. Okay. But will that will not that silence of not acknowledging the past gas completely contradict my character's <laughs> entire character arc of being the one who spoke up in the first place? Okay, you know... I- I don't think so, yes. but let's let's shoot one your way, and then we'll shoot one my way. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, this is the passing gas. Uh, a. Then we'll do one no passing gas. All right. Should get no interruptions because you're getting to pass gas and acknowledge it. We'll do one your way. All right. Sound speed, lights, camera, and action. When you say shoot, <laughs> shoot one your way, then shoot one my way. Are we still talking about gas being passed? Are we now purposefully passing gas between each other? And if so, I think I can monologue about it in the moment. Look, do you have to pass gas? or? Because earlier, I think you were asking as an actor, or are you asking if your character can pass gas? I think I can make it a character choice. If the director would like to absorb this new reality where the release of gas is not only freeing for us as prisoners, but freeing for our butts. So in the, the reality, in the reality of this, you all are imagining all these characters. 
they are in prison and they all are holding in a bunch of farts until they're released and then yes. they all release their farts and exhaust. Yes. You don't want to fart in yeah. prison. It's yes. They'll, you'll give away your position. We're escaping from a highly guarded uh, prison prison camp. If we were to fart on the way out, somebody would shoot us down. And so, of course, by the time we reach safety, we're going to let it wind, Breaking wind would be freedom. Okay. All right. I think your script needs some work. <laughs> yeah. I'm going back to my trailer where I will be preparing and eating foods that will make me fart. Hummus. <laughs> Why? Hummus. You don't need to actually Hummus. fart. You can just. Don't tell me how to act. Okay. <sighs> All right. These I guess that. Directors. These new directors. <laughs> really? What did you do? What did you do? Did you do some what blockbuster? What? what did I direct? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm a pretty well-known director, okay? I um, directed <laughs> Jaws. Diddly squat. <laughs> Jaws. 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 Okay, Steven. <laughs> the Steven kid. Ugh. Are you all going to your trailer? Is that what it is? Are we taking a five? So I think I need to. all get I... full of farts? <laughs> I don't, uh, an actor prepares. <laughs> we cut to, we cut to a scene. Uh, they, the actors have gotten their way and now this is a pivotal moment uh, where Josh's character needs to fart. Uh, <laughs> it's a solo moment. All right, uh, quiet on set. Uh, we need you to pass the gas. <clears throat> Then we need um, Dame Judy Dench to say, did somebody fart? And then uh, we need uh, Sir Ian McKellen to say, I think he did a little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, and you just need to fart, Jeffrey Rush. And action. I've pooped. <laughs> this opens up a whole new can of worms. <laughs> All right. Now, the poop. <laughs> <laughs> did someone poop? poop. Uh, I did. That was me. He pooped just a little bit. And I will poop with you. No! I am poop. I am poop. No, stop. Everybody stop pooping. We're way off book. I, you had one job that you begged to be put in this. <laughs> and... In my Steven, defense, you, go ahead. No, you. In your defense, I didn't have to fart, so I pushed so hard I pooped. <laughs> and this was like our eighth take. <laughs> so some of that does lie in the director. I didn't want to shoot this scene. <laughs> I thought it was enough to have the prisoners escape. I didn't need. To, I didn't think we needed one scene where a guy was alone, hiding in the woods. <laughs> You can't poop in prison. Everyone knows that. And give away your position? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Did you know historical research before you shot this scene? Yeah, I did. And I couldn't. I don't know where the three of you are drawing your research from, but we are way over budget, okay? Okay. All right. Well, then. Well, I'm... I'm officially passing. <laughs> On this project? 
Yeah. Or, or, or away. You have to get a new Schindler. All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their lives. Janitra, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Um, um, well, I guess the story that I, that I brought today is, is a story from when I was a kid. Um, and we were the last house on, I grew up like in a, in a, in an area that was being developed. And so we, at when we moved in, our house was the last house on the block, but all these holes were left for the other houses. And, um, we used to run through the, like, the bases of the buildings as kids. Um, and, uh, which was very, very dangerous because it is just like a concrete hole that has like door openings, but they're just mm-hmm. all concrete and dirt. And you're just, it's like amazing. You don't know what you're, where it's going to open up. And so kids have, like, I did that by the way. I know what you're you talking did? about. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> I did, I, uh, there was a play like the subdivision next to mine was being built when I was, whatever so we would always go in there and like <laughs> fart around oh. in the house <laughs> cool <laughs> it was, yeah it was uh, crazy um well this is well, this we all the neighborhood got in trouble um <laughs> where we were all running around and one kid um cracked her head on one of on the concrete because the doorways are not full height yet because the holes aren't fully dug and so you had to like make sure you ducked under the concrete uh, opening part. And this, she ran right into it, bust her head right open. And we all knew that we were going to get in trouble. We just didn't know how quickly or like how it would kind of just, cause we were like scattered home and then pretended like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And there ended up being like one of the moms called like a neighborhood intervention for the kids. And we had to sit in the cul-de-sac, basically, while all the parents in the neighborhood lectured us about the um, holes, basically, because one kid got hurt really bad. And um, that, gosh, man, I feel like I haven't told a story in years. It's like not (laughs) making sense. (laughs) I guess I was I was going to try and tell you a story about the whole day, but I jumped to the end of the the thing, kind of. It was like a, a very the... eventful day. Let me let me kind of start over. That's okay. All right. Um, the day started off with me walking our dog Brandy, and I was on my I was on rollerblades, and I feel like I was like eleven at the time. And Brandy saw a snake, and she took off running, and I was attached to Brandy, and I had my roller skates on. Okay. So then she takes out down the street and she's dragging me with her. Okay. My sister sees the whole thing and comes out. Right. And then I let Brandy run off. Cause I was like, stupid dog almost killed me. <laughs> and I took my rollerblades off and we decided, Hey, let's go hang out with the kids, the rest of the kids in the neighborhood. Right. Um, so Shrey, my parents are like, no, you guys can't go hang out with the kids. We have to, find brandy so then we scattered we all went different 
mom went one way, dad went, then Sonshay and I went in different directions. Okay. All right. We all decide to come back home. Sonshay does not come back. Sonshay is my twin. She doesn't come back. Right. So then it becomes, now we have to find Sonshay. All right. Oh and and Brandy, right? And <laughs> no, oh, my dad had gotten Brandy. Dad had okay. Brandy. So we have the dog, dogs in the backyard, oh, but no. now we can't find Sonshay. Cool. <laughs> So now we're all scattered looking for Son Charette. I run into a couple of the neighborhood kids. They're like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm looking for my sister. They're like, you want to run through one of these houses? I was like, heck yeah, dude. (laughs) Am I a great sister now? Yes. Then? No. Um, (laughs) So they're running through, and I can't remember her name. She cracks her head. She cracks her head on the concrete thing. And then we scatter. Okay. And I said to myself, I have an alibi. I was looking for Son Charest. Okay. Oh, All right. Well, so yeah. I head home. <clears throat> They're like, Janitra, where were you? I was like, looking for Son Charest. Son Charest was upstairs taking a nap the whole time. Okay. What? All right. Yeah. She had like gotten a headache or something and just went home and like went to sleep. But we're all looking for Brandy and she didn't tell anybody. All right. (laughs) So now it's like like two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And so she's up. We're like, we're hanging out or or whatever. And I'm, she's out front on her bicycle and I'm in the back. This was a very eventful day. This was a very eventful day. Sonshri runs into her bicycle into the side of our neighbor's car and falls. Our neighbor runs back and they're like, Sonshri's dead! Because they're like five and they don't really understand what's going on. We run out to the front. Sonshri has just kind of fallen over and she's like bit through her lips. So it's just like a little little bloody, right? Next thing uh-huh. we know, so so she has like a bloody lip or whatever, and this and one of the moms comes up and she's like, the kids are running through the cement structures. We need to talk about this now. And so then all of us kids were sitting basically in her driveway while all the parents were like, What is happening today? Because I guess it was <laughs> an eventful day for a lot of people. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. While yeah. your sister's lip is still just bleeding? Yeah, she had bitten all the way through it. And oh. She had a little scar. Oof. Uh, right here. But yeah, that day was wild. And part of me is like, was it two days? Did this happen over the course of two different days? And I'm just not remembering that it were separate events. But I've linked it as all one day. Yeah. I know that feeling for sure where it's like, did this all happen at once? It uh, feels insane now, but that's how I remember it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Just been a little nostalgic and that, that, that memory has been floating around quite a bit. Uh, go ahead, Josh. I'm just clearing my throat. Sorry. Oh, um, what? There's a lot there. There's a lot there. What did, what was like for the adults, what did they rank as the most serious? The girl that got her head smacked on that concrete. Like they had to take her to the hospital. She had stitches. They like paraded her around. They're like, see, this is what you could, this is what could happen. We were like, she looks <laughs> oh my God. terrible. She looks, she had, it was like covered, like, <coughs> it was aggressive. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. And we all tried to act like nothing happened. 
course something <laughs> happened. How could they not? <laughs> Kids are we're not when we don't put all the pieces together. So so all the kids on this block, I'm, I'm still trying to like get a sense for it. So like you moved, you were, the, you said you were the last ones to move in. Yeah. So we, and then there was the, an, another undeveloped part. No, no, there was like, um, so like the, the left side of the street was fully completed and mm-hmm. we were on the right side of the street and our side hadn't been done yet. Okay. So, um, and so every, every house on the block, was had been purchased people who had been living in it but they were still developing the little areas i see yeah and I, and we all just happen to be around the same age um <laughs> as as they're developing this new area in in littleton that we moved Whoa. to ah you're yeah. from littleton i've been to littleton yeah <laughs> uh, <Good> <laughs> um what about like do you still keep it like were those friends like friends that you that you like still have or no 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 no. those relationships uh dissipated really fast Uh, yeah after you get out of that because i wasn't very cool and most of the kids on my street ended up being like the cool popular kids (laughs) you know and Mm -hmm. i just never got to that status, if you will. And I also really, social and I, I always had social race, so I never really cared to yeah. have those friendships. I always had social race, so it didn't really matter to me that much. Um, and I think that bothered people too. You know what I mean? Because it's like you have to subscribe to things not being cool in order to be cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I get too excited about things. <laughs> so therefore, I'm uncool because I'm excited. Yeah, it does make sense. I can relate to that. <laughs> Man, I would have killed for that's just for a twin or something. I was an only child, so like that whole idea of just like someone your exact age <laughs> that you can hang out with all the time uh-huh. is like the exact opposite of my experience. I was like uh, I was like the, the I would like go riding around in my neighborhood to like see uh, see if people were home to play. Did any is that like an old thing? Do people do that still? I wonder. Did you did you all like call on people? That's what we used to call it. But like in my neighborhood, it was commonplace to go knock on someone's door and be like, "Can can Matthew come out and play?" <laughs> I remember that. I remember okay. That. Yeah. So that's so weird. <laughs> I oh wonder what it is like now that people just like text or like the parents arrange it. I feel, I feel like, like, yeah, the play dates that parents arrange. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, our kids are going to play together on Tuesday after school. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I totally used to just go knock on doors. <laughs> like, be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My old neighborhood, I feel like, like, yeah, kids would just start riding their bikes after school. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we ever like knocked on each other's doors. It was just like, oh, people are riding their bikes and you just, you just join in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. Um, do kids do that anymore? I feel like it's happening more now because mm-hmm. at least I feel like I've seen more kids on in the area that I live because of quarantine. It's like parents are like, get out of the house. Please go do something. Interesting. But whereas before I didn't even know there was all these kids on my street. Yeah. I barely notice kids in LA. Uh, just 
I don't even, for my first five years, I didn't even consider that there were families in the, <laughs> in the town. Uh, um, but what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Like my, 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 I only have connections to kids and my niece and nephews. And I feel like so much of it is online now. Like my niece is about 13 and like, she's just snapping all day long snapchatting so i don't even know how much people hang out but they see in a way they hang out all the time but they're not hanging out at all yeah like when when i was 13 i would be like all i'd want to do is like ride bikes or like (laughs) play sports too aggressively or something yeah Uh, i I can't yeah i don't like looking at a computer screen for too long even now i get like antsy about it and (laughs) I can't even imagine growing up now with with the kind of energy I have coursing through my veins to just be like honing it into a computer the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you want to run, right, Jake? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Search party. Okay. We are here to look for Kyle. Okay. He's only been gone for about 12 hours. So we are still in the sweet spot where we are going to, if we spread out, if we do our due diligence, we can find Kyle. All right. (laughs) Now there is a county fair happening in the field, kitty corner to where we're looking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So be aware of that. Uh, come to think of it, we should maybe just look through. No, we're not going to look through the fair because there's signs all over the fair. The fair is uh, people will know if Kyle's in the fair. Okay. The f- people at the fair are aware. So no distracted, no, no getting distracted. Okay. I can speak English. No getting distracted. Mm-hmm. Just stick to our search party. Search party. We're looking for Kyle. Um, everyone's got each other's numbers. We can text. Yes. Yep. Okay. I think that I know that Kyle was really into that game, uh, where you have to squirt the water gun and it moves the horse along for the horse race. Um, I know that he, he had like the best score at that. So okay, maybe, you're talking about if, the cl- maybe if, Somebody got a higher score than him, it would bring him out of wherever he's hiding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a, a good tactic. That's, that's a good tactic. tactic. Good tactic. Good tactic. Yeah. I think you should go there first. We're not yeah. going to the fair. Why not? We're not going to the fair. Okay. What I, about this? Okay. You are my best friends. Yeah. Look, right? yeah. I care about Kyle. I want to find him. And, you know, he always wears like a, a like that mega fluorescent yellow beanie, right? So, like, why mm. don't I hop on the Ferris wheel and when I get to the top, I'll look down, look for that fluorescent yellow beanie and then like I'll have a bird's eye view from the top of the Ferris wheel. That's a great idea. That's such a good, good tactic. Thank you. That's a Thank good you. tactic. Thank you. All you all you want to do is go to the fair. That's all you, you all just want to go to the fair. Okay, my no. boy is missing and you are all looking for excuses to go and play squirt gun games, go ride the Ferris wheel. I don't know what you're going to do, Claudia, but what, go eat a bunch of cotton candy because... Kyle is a little chubby. Is that what you're going to say? Wow. And if Kyle had heard you said that, 
and we didn't defend his honor because of that, he would be really upset yeah. that you called him right. chubby. Yeah. And I He's wasn't little... going to go get cotton candy. But I know, like, I know that he likes to play hide and seek a lot, right? And I also know that Brandon's going to be at the fair as well. And I know that um, Kyle was really looking forward to having his first kiss. <clears throat> what? So he told you I this? Was, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not as close as you thought you were? Yeah, Kyle's really excited about having his first kiss. And so I was going to go check around um, around the slushy station. Behind Janisha, aren't you a parent? Person. Have you not huh? had a kiss? What? Aren't you mm-hmm. a parent? Have you not had a kiss? No, what? No, I've had, I've, I, we've, I've kissed. I have a child. I have a yeah, child. I know. I've kissed. Did you make kissless love to make your kiss? <laughs> love. Yeah. If kissless sex, <laughs> that's not you guys. When you, when by your kids, you didn't have kissless sex. When, you didn't have. Uh, you guys I don't have kids. time for this. Oh. It's been twelve hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey. I know. Uh, Where would you like to start? How about at the edge of the woods? We all walk in, kind of uh, go off in sort of separate directions, uh, kind of fanning out, calling. Oh, that's good. And then three of you pick a place where you think he might be hiding and I'll cover my eyes and count to 20. (laughs) And then I'll I'll try and look for (laughs) you. Oh, oh, that should be hard good to find. Tactic. That's good tactic. Good tactic. Yeah. We're going to be yelling at Kyle's name in the woods, so it shouldn't be too hard to find us. We're going to play hide and seek. No, this is a tactic to find tactic. Kyle. This is a if tactic you to yell Kyle. Kyle, I'll be able to find you, and then we won't know if it was a good hiding spot or if it was. I'm not hiding. <laughs> I'm not trying to hide. Okay. Wow. If we we'll were hiding, I would woods. hide behind that oak tree. You know what I mean? And then, and then, and because that's where I hear people like to make out. Get your partner to kiss you on the lips. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) What partner? (sighs) We're finding Kyle. Let's not focus on me. Okay. (sighs) You're right. That's personal. What what is happening? Or we can use this to our advantage. Kyle's a little perv. Maybe he wants to see a grown woman kissing somebody. What do you mean he's a perv? He's a little perv. He likes Everyone knows he's the neighborhood perv. <laughs> he's he likes what? watching people kiss. He's, he's like watching people kiss. I didn't know he was a neighborhood perv. He doesn't like watching people kiss. Wow. Goes to show how much you know about your own son. Yeah, I'm, wow. uh, I'm not surprised you can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't think my kid's a perv, all right? He's a little curious about the adult stuff. It doesn't make him perverted. Now let's get out there and find the boy. I all have right. a question for you, mm-hmm. all right? We've been trying to get inside the mind of a young man, all right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think he is? I mean, if you know him so well, where do you think he is? Huh? You had I mentioned would, cotton candy before. Do you honestly think he's there? I trust that the people at the fair are keeping a good eye out for Kyle. And I, I mean, he does like cotton candy, does like sweets. I was, I assumed he'd be studying in the woods or something. You thought your kid would be studying in the woods? Yeah. Maybe he went out to read. What? Sounds what? like you just want to go on a little nature hike. Yeah. 
I would never do that. Now take your individual bag of gorp, <laughs> bags of gorp, trail mix, grab your sticks, your poking sticks. If we find Kyle, we're going to be able to poke him. And let's come, let's go out and find the guy. All right. All right. Come on. Let's walk. All right. All right. Let's find, let's search. Let's search. Kyle. 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 Oh, look at this. Kyle. It's a juniper tree. Now, did you know that juniper trees uh, are actually native to Wisconsin? I know that I see Alan and Janitra kissing behind it. Are you to the parents of uh, uh, the kid uh, we brought in here um, uh, that was brought in here? Uh, Josh was brought in here. He bumped his head. And the doctor and the overseeing oh, yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our kid. That's our kid. Um, he's going to, yes, uh, he should be okay. Um, sure. Uh, we've been getting a lot. He will be okay. Um, we've been getting a lot of kids in here. Um, uh, horsing around, Tom fooling, uh, and we were wondering if we might be able to pray Josh around, uh, to sort of show what can happen if you're not being, um, if you're not being careful. So I was wondering if I could use your boy, uh, as sort of like, um, an example, parade him around a little bit. Like, uh, like a like a commercial yeah like a yeah like a little commercial um to you know like a psa look at this idiot he cracked his little head open not paying attention um as kind of you know uh, he's the living model of like this is your brain on drugs this is your this is a kid just uh horsing around without not being safe we see Josh yeah. in the background <laughs> crawling up a soda machine <laughs> that tips over and falls on him. Oh, God. He's like a prime candidate. I'll lift the uh, soda machine up and drag him out. Oh, it flattened my guts. Okay. <laughs> even word, even phrases like that, it flattened my guts. Uh, he's just like a prime candidate. Oh, mom, dead. Mom, oh, it, it flattened my gut. I tried to get a Gatorade and it flattened my gut. Uh, well, Josh, Josh, if you had seen a PSA about not climbing on top of a soda machine, would you have not done it? A PSA? Yeah. No, I don't know. I kind of just do it. I kind of just do things that I want to do. Hey, Doc, what's this thing? <laughs> Grabs a stethoscope. I don't know why I had the stethoscope in while I was talking to you. That part of that is my bad. <laughs> Josh, 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 stop, stop. Bit of an what? How can we? How can we get you to behave? Would a would a PSA? If there was a PSA that said, don't yell in a stethoscope while it's attached to a doctor's ears, would you have not done it? Mm, 
I don't know. I was just having some fun. Maybe there should be a PSA for the dumb doctor. No, we don't need a PSA for <laughs> okay. the doctor. I think, yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. That's, that's a pretty no, good point. You are two parents. You're not a producer on this project. <laughs> we, got to, we, got to, we got to a doctor. <laughs> A couple of doctors knocking on uh, a door, a, 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 like a suburban home. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, hi. 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 Are you the parents of Dr. Jabor? Yes. Yes. Um, yes, that is uh, my son. Oh, that's great. Um, I don't know if you heard, but he blew his eardrums out again. Uh, oh horsing around with the stethoscope. Oh, man. Uh, he does a lot of kind of dumb stuff like that that doctors do. Um, gets his eardrums blown up by a stethoscope. Oh, um, I didn't know that tried. eardrums could grow back until that happened. Yeah, a lot of people don't know it. A lot of doctors don't know it either. They kind of, um, you know, doctors are people too. Sometimes they like to horse around with their equipment, you know, yeah, take an yeah. x-ray of different things or... Uh-huh. Um, so we were wondering, uh, we think your boy would be a perfect mascot um, for some PSAs about doctor safety, uh, safety around the hospital. Uh, my son would be good to, I mean, he's the one that messed up. You think he'd be the one to, a good one for people to know what not to do? We just want to show him to the other doctors, uh, make a PSA sort of documenting his various injuries um, so that other doctors don't kind of follow in his footsteps um, and do stuff like get the little knee knocker um, stuck in their cocktail or whatever he did the other night. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, I heard about that. I did hear about that. I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, yeah, you want my son to be some sort of a, a, a poster child, poster adult. For Think of it like the Pillsbury Doughboy for for Dr. Dunces. Dr. Dunces, yeah. How much will he be getting paid to oh, be Jesus. You're one of these kind of parents? Person. What? Me? I'm just looking out for my son. He's, all he's right? making a doctor's salary. He's making enough. And now he'll be making a commercial salary on top of his doctor's salary because he is such... I'm looking out for my son. I think my son... I mean... Sure. You want to get them in SAG-AFTRA? You want to get the unions and lawyers involved? You're going to have to pay initiation fee to get into SAG-AFTRA. It's a whole whole messy thing. But you know what? Or we can go with the scab guy. We can get another... Whoa, 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 whoa. Not the scab doctor. guy. The scab guy. Dumb doctor. And how dare you throw that scab guy. We get another d- non-union dumb doctor. It'll be a little cheaper and maybe it'll be a little more uh, directable. Wow. Uh, parents will be a little more uh, less... Well, you- <laughs> You go ahead. All right, you go ahead. You go ahead and try scalp guy. Okay, go ahead and see what that's all about, huh? Why don't you go Cut do to set. that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doctor uh, Janikowski. Um, so uh, the world's your oyster here. You're in a regular doctor's office. Um, you know, we're, we're not allowed to really say this on set anymore, but we are on a non-union set, actually. So why don't you improvise a little bit? Uh, sort of you get to do whatever you want to do with these doctor's items. Okay. And uh, we'll roll it on you. And uh, whoever you want to kind of hurt yourself or whatever. Action. 
Now I had a question. You... <laughs> oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> if I pass gas, uh, do you want me to list that as one of my symptoms? Uh, that, would help, that would help me too as the doctor. Okay. If you pass gas, um, you're the boom guy. If you pass gas, do you want, do you want me to? Do you want to list it as one of your symptoms? Are you here for a, an actual doctor's appointment? Because we're shooting a thing here. Oh, I thought this was like one of those tests where it's like, how long can you hold this stick with a, a big fuzzy, uh, big foam fuzz on the end of it? I've never heard of one of those contests. Well, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I know you're supposed to be a boom guy, but we we hired non-union sound guys too. And apparently so this is what you get. Nobody get a- here is going to tell me about my farts. <laughs> I don't think so. And stop farting. Cause this is a live set and it's disgusting and you're picking it up on your audio. All right. God, this non-union set is the fucking worst. Got sound guys who think they're in a stick holding contest, farting up their own sound. <laughs> All right. So again, Dr. Janikowski, you are free to do whatever you'd like to do. Uh, not to lead you too much, but there's a stethoscope. You could put it in your ears and okay. hear something loud with it. Okay. Uh, and, and action. Will when? he fart? What? Oh, good. Yeah. Will he fart? Will when he, he farts? When he farts? Wait. Yo, no, you go ahead. You wait. go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. So, I, I was going to say, uh, when he, when when he farts, farts, wait. Should I pick it up on the camera? As the cameraman, when he farts, do I pan to him to catch the fart? What are you starting on? Don't you shouldn't be panning from anything. Oh, I thought you're filming cool. a. Squ- <laughs> if I if I started and then I brought it up, if I started down and then I brought it up, and then Don't start pan down. to fart. Don't start down. Don't start down, but pan to fart. We're not farting. Don't pan to the sound man farting. I don't know how many times I have to say this. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll get we'll get it in we'll get it in post. We'll do it after. We're not gonna put a fart wild, in. Wild, wild, wild farts. Okay, wild you farts. Know, but will, will it not be weird for me to address the fart and diagnose the fart if there is no fart? Jesus, every action? fucking improviser thinks they're Surrey and McKellen. <laughs> Just do whatever you want to do. <laughs> fart, stick the stethoscope in your eye, uh, light, light a sparkler in your ass. Uh, I, I don't care what you got to do. But little just blinds do... open up from uh, <laughs> one of the little dressing rooms and we see Claire peek out. <laughs> oh God, there's Claire. Um, I'm going to act like I'm a fancy director, man. Uh, here, I'm going to put, the, don't, this isn't part of the shoot, but I'm going to hold a gun in my mouth. Um, I, I am wondering why we built an entire doctor's location outside of somebody's home. <laughs> Um, let's get our calendars out. Let's see when our kids can play together. Um, I don't want my kid to grow up to be like a weirdo loner. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I want to yeah. make sure that uh, she's uh, well, of course, and has a lot of friends. <laughs> yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's get the planners out. Whoops. Um, okay. Whoopsies. Okay. Oh boy, one for each. One for each what? 
one for each of my boys. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. So, what do you want to hang out? Um, okay. I was thinking of taking Jacob to the baseball diamond. Anyone interested in that? Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 no, my little my little Alice isn't much of a baseball person. So, um, neither is Jacob. Oh, it might be good. It might be good. It might be good for them to get outside and, you know, get smell the dirt and, you know, fall and, you know, in a safe way, you know, just get out there and scramble, if you will. Okay. I didn't think of the dirt. There's dirt on baseball fields, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Jacob uh, is allergic. He's both allergic to and loves to eat dirt. So, okay. uh, Scratch that. Okay. Well, Any uh, other ideas? Well, uh, um, we've got a whole Saturday open. If uh, your kids just want to come over and uh, sit in our house, and uh, they could just play inside. They can play inside on the downstairs living room while I'm upstairs listening in, but uh, you know, not uh, prying too much. But they can. Have, <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds yeah. nice. Can, yeah. I, can my yeah? Can my kiddos uh, join in on that? Yeah, I mean, of be, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to poke a hole. But are we trying to get the kids outside? Um, what hmm. kind of outside do you have in mind? Oh, you sound scared. You sound scared. <laughs> um, and that's fair, and that's valid. Yeah. Natural History Museum. Okay, they have an outdoor exhibit of dinosaurs uh, that. That starts next Friday. I was thinking of maybe taking Charlie to go uh, uh, see that, to see that um, outdoor exhibit. Would any of your kids be interested? That sounds nice. Dinosaurs do they have? Um, what? what kind of dinosaurs? What kind of dinosaurs do they have? Um, okay. Okay. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. It looks like they have a, a pterodactyl. They've got a T-Rex. They've got, uh, uh, sorry, that's going to be a no. Why? Pterodactyls. Well, pterodactyls are a flying dinosaur, as you know, and, um, uh, both Jacob and Nash. Uh, are very dinosaurs and uh, they won't go outside for fear of it. So if they're presented with proof at a museum that dinosaurs could indeed fly, um, their fear of birds will only get exacerbated. So fair enough. Yes. Fair. 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 That's fair. fair. And that's fair. fair. And that is fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, They're doing an outdoor showing of um, the... uh, Outdoor showing of Home Alone. Uh, it's on a lawn. It's outdoors. It's a movie. Uh, that seems pretty relaxed. Home Alone is relaxed. Now, if I remember Home Alone correctly, um, the parents and the family leave, and the young boy is left home alone. Is yeah, that, that's it. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she has trouble shopping. She has trouble shopping. Misuses aftershave. Yeah, that's those are a couple of the smaller subplots. 
Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Nash and Jacob are afraid of uh, hitting puberty. Um, They're afraid and- of hitting puberty. <laughs> Yes, because I told them that hair is going to start growing in places they never had hair grow before, such as their pubis and uh, their faces. And um, to have a boy on screen splashing their face uh, with aftershave and screaming in fear is not the kind of image uh, I want to be showing to my boys. Um, I might never get them to leave the house if that's what they're going to be haunted by. You are the I only have a question. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're the only one that seems to be saying no to everything. Me? Yeah, you said no to the baseball diamond, which was your idea. <laughs> then you said no to Alan's house. Well, I said no to Alan's house because you said said no we're to trying Alan's to get house. them through. We're trying to get them outdoors. You said no uh-huh. to the museum because of pterodactyls, and now they're afraid of puberty. Are you afraid of pterodactyls? Are you afraid of puberty? <laughs> Am I afraid of puberty? <laughs> I don't think so. I had kids, didn't I? Did you have a puberty list? <laughs> Did you have a puberty list? Puberty list? Probably uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> Saying it out loud, I I don't think that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Still, if still I was able to wonder. reproduce before puberty, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I can't be listening to that kind of idea. In fact, a puberty-less kid, I haven't even fathomed that before. Hey, all in favor of voting uh, Dale out of the group, say aye. I, why? Why? A, pu- a puberty-less, a puberty-less why am I being voted out? You are the only three other parents in this fucking cul-de-sac, and my kids are going to turn into little freaks because I can't get them outside because they're uh, allergic to dirt and puberty, and uh, they need to be outside. And Alan, it just seems like you don't even watch your kids. Just let them hang out in the basement alone or whatever. Please. My kids need to interact. They need to socialize. <laughs> well, uh, throw uh, something of, out there. Yeah. One, uh, one, of Josh's, one of Josh's kids comes in the room. Daddy. <laughs> daddy. What Whoa. Um, I, think, I think I've gone and hit puberty, Daddy. <laughs> I looks right at Dale. Dale? <laughs> what? <laughs> you think I made your kid hit puberty? <laughs> you can't stop blabbing about it. <gasps> I had nothing to do with your kid hitting puberty. That is a big old kid. Look, (laughs) Jacob, what makes you think you hit puberty? Well. Oh. Jacob, what made you think, what makes you think you hit puberty? Well, I'm starting to bleed out of my penis, Daddy. (laughs) Good these that's, kids are growing up so fast. He's only 28. Puberty. He's only 28 years old and he's got these kind of problems. That's not puberty. I think it's 28 is. years. You want your 28 year old son to play with our children? Is that did I hear that correctly? That your son is 28 years old and he's peeing blood. I'm peeing it. 
I'm moving. I'm getting out of here. This neighborhood is insane. I can't even begin to unpack all the issues. Look at this giant boy peeing out of blood out of his penis. You don't want me to play with your kid? No. No. Oh, well, that's going to no. scar him. Thanks a lot. Thanks for ruining his childhood. That ruined his childhood? His childhood was ruined tw- two decades ago. I'll have you know this, this boy is an orphan, okay? I adopted him. What? <laughs> Your comments were insensitive. 20 years ago, he was an orphan. I, look, I looked after him in the orphanage, okay? Some of the work I do. I get it. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the meat improv. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, that was really fun. Yeah, thank you both for coming on. <laughs> yeah, thanks really for having uh, Yeah, thanks for having us. I had a, a great time. Um, excellent. Well, let's uh, let's let's plug whatever you got, whatever you want to tell uh, the listeners at home about uh let's do it so uh janita let's start with you anything you'd like to plug uh, yeah you can follow me on instagram and twitter at janita t uh that's i think that's most of the what's happening in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed uh i always read that as janitrat <laughs> 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 I don't know why. Janitra. Janitra. <laughs> uh, makes a lot more sense as a T. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, uh, Alan. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyAllen, H-E-Y-A-L-L-Y-N. I think there's an underscore after that on Twitter. Also, I don't think I said the name of the sewing group that I'm part of. It's the Auntie Sewing Squad. They're also on Instagram and Facebook if you're interested in joining or want to donate. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, you can check out weimprov.org uh, for workshops and jams and all that stuff uh, or look for me at Wake Up With Jacob on social media great I'm at Josh Simpson on Instagram uh, Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter um, nothing really else to promote at the moment um, but uh, the Meet Improv is on all of the channels we are on Tee Public. Uh, you can get a discount on our t-shirts there and we're on patreon patreon.com slash media improv and we have a youtube channel so check us out on all that stuff um that's it for today thank you so much for listening stay safe out there we'll see you next time